Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Heike Adulting. It is your host, Jada Jones. How are you? It's been a little bit of time. I, I honestly really miss doing solo episodes. I feel like I, I don't know if you guys want this, but maybe possibly having like a short seven minute episode every week alongside like the guest episode because I love having a guest every week, but I also love just spilling all the details and talking solo on the podcast. I feel like you guys just just like the the simple, you know, advice giving episodes that I used to do. So yeah, I might be thinking about doing that sometime soon. You guys let me know your ideas, but I wanted to give you guys some updates right before we jump into this amazing episode with Jasmine. She is so lovely. We met obviously over the internet, like all of my other friends on social media. And yeah, she's an actress, uh, a musician. She literally had the first Pinterest music video ever and it was so so cool so you guys are going to hear all about her journey to LA dealing with anxiety and depression while being a creative in LA and we talk about lots of other things I really can't remember right now so yeah I hope you guys enjoy that but yeah before we get into it I just wanted to give you guys some updates and give you guys the the lay of the land um things that I've been doing as of late I've been focusing a lot on intentionally spending my time in places. Um, I'm reading the book right now called The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weist. Weist. I don't really know how to pronounce her last name, but we're reading it in my book club right now. And a side note, if you guys want to join book club, join. We are reading The Maid by Nita Prose for the month of February. So join us. It's going to be so fun. I, I've heard that this book is amazing for book clubs and it's like some kind of like murder like murder mystery type thing i thought it was related to the netflix series that margaret collie collie was in but it's, it's not it's completely different so that's why i wanted to pick it up and read it everyone voted on it in book club so we're reading that join us but we're finishing up the mountain is you and honestly i have my thoughts about it i'm going to talk more about it in the chat that we have in book club and then i'll give you guys my thoughts on the pod but all of the tidbits that i have been getting i have been very mixed review. I take what I take from the book and then everything, like I take all of the knowledge that I feel is relevant to me and apply it to my life. And then all of the other stuff that just kind of doesn't really add to my life or something that I'm not really like needing to digest right now, I just kind of like briefly skim over because I feel like the book is written in a way that's super Instagram poetic, which is nice, but I feel like a lot of it is also written in a way that's like supposed to inspire you, like very quote driven. But I, I like it because it is very digestible and it's very easy to understand what what she's trying to say and how and the way that she tries to come across is very simple, which I love. But a lot of it is just like I feel like it's repeated over and over and over, which is fine because like we need a little bit of repetition to like understand some stuff sometimes. But for some of the things that I've been learning, I think it's caused me to be very um I don't know, analytical of what's going on in my life right now. I feel like there's just a lot of thoughts going on in my head while, you know, dealing with TSW and dealing with all of the other things that I'm dealing with mentally and in just in my life in general. And there's been a lot of thoughts in my head. And I'm I'm honestly trying to get back into therapy. I'm scheduling an appointment um, for next month because that's like that really is that my, um, my center has an appointment. But yeah, now that I'm back in Charlotte and I'm still under my parents' insurance, thank God. Um, I'm going to be able to go to therapy, which is nice. I haven't been since 2021, uh, and that was right before I moved to LA, and my life has changed so, so much since then, so I'm looking forward to getting in and talking to a professional and all that stuff, but I will say that this book served just a healthy dose of therapy to me for just some things that I needed to hear, and um, 
I've been taking notes in my notes app, which is really, really nice. I, I think that's what I should do the episode on later uh, this week uh, when I finish the book finally. Um, and I'll let you guys really know like my thoughts about it and how you guys can, you know, if you guys don't want to read the book or don't want to pick it up, I can give you guys just like the rundown of everything. But I think I wrote some pretty important notes and I've been really trying to assess in my life the ways that I've been kind of self-sabotaging, which like it's never really intentional when you choose to self-sabotage in your life um she puts it in the way that's like you're whatever you self-sabotage and the things that you tend to do aren't because you like hate yourself and it's not because you don't want what's best for you it's because you just want to protect yourself you want to protect yourself from the fears that that come in your life you want to protect yourself from all the bad because like you know, sometimes, I, I don't know, I, I'm going to word it way better when, <laughs> when I give you guys like the lowdown of it, but that's because I don't want to, I don't want to give too much right now. But I will say that I've just been taking time to myself. I've been not spending that much time on social media because I realize that that's the way that I kind of self-sabotage. I, I tend to scroll when things get uncomfortable or when my mind is kind of have too much going on I kind of just want to focus on one thing that's easy to digest and something that's comfortable and I I realize that mentally I just tend to go to Instagram so quick like it's honestly habitual you literally just open your phone and I'm like finding Instagram and my brain doesn't even know that I'm like my brain doesn't register that I'm on the app until I'm on the app and scrolling which is ridiculous and I really want to break that habit it's not it's not healthy to not to to have your brain programmed in that way I'd rather my brain be programmed in a way that like if I'm overwhelmed or something I pick up a book you know like I want to just change certain habits that I'm able to change while I'm here at home and work on those parts of me so that when I move out again I'm going to be able to just work more efficiently mentally be more efficient and just have all my areas in my life kind of be more streamlined and easy um yeah so that's what's been going on uh honestly i highly recommend picking it up if you feel like you just kind of need something motivational um sometimes i have to stray away from again like the motivational content right now because it's very hard going through a chronic illness where i'm like forced to deal with the daily struggles of my life every day and then just have someone tell you like just do it you know like i just don't need to hear that like <laughs> i'm going to just do whatever feels good and i think that's how I know that I feel like I've been growing and learning and listening to myself more because I just can tell what's relevant to me rather than just rather than just kind of digesting everyone's advice and information because everyone's advice and information isn't going to work for you so you really have to listen to yourself and know what you can kind of allow in your life right now whether if that's people advice all of that stuff but I'm really being picky about the advice that I'm listening to so like I said I took a lot of gems from this book I really do think it's a great one but a lot of it didn't apply to me as well so yeah you take what you take you take what you get but yeah I'm spending time off of social media working on some 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 quiet projects just on my own because I, I'm really trying to figure out what my why is for for this year because like I said starting this year off not feeling like my 100% because of this chronic condition I'm just trying to figure out what really matters to me what what are the things in, even in the industry for acting and all this stuff like what do I want to put my energy back into going like as I continue to heal and when I'm fully healed, what what are the things that I want to be spending my time with, you know? And I feel like now is the best time with all the stillness that I have to be able to assess those areas in my life very carefully, which I'm so, so grateful for. So I'm using this as just ref a lot of reflection time, a lot of looking inward. And yeah, that takes a lot of just spending time alone and journaling and 
consuming content that I want to consume because I want to learn stuff. Like I really want to learn lots of stuff with finance and just like just just all the things that I feel like I didn't have time to do because I was focused on acting and uh, living and staying alive in LA. So yeah, I can do all those things while I'm here at home, which is so, so nice. But yes, I'm not going to ramble anymore. I, I tend to do that, which is why I feel like I need these little solo episodes every once in a while to, to balance out the rambling. But, but yes, I love you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Jasmine. Be sure to follow her on all of her socials, all of that stuff. And we would really appreciate it. All right. Love you guys and enjoy. We are here after so many technical difficulties, guys. Um, I am here with the lovely, lovely Jasmine. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so good. Amazing. I am so glad because I wanted to make this work so bad. And we, I don't know. I've never had issues with my recording, uh, my recording, uh, what's it called? Recording software software um it's usually smooth sailing amazing i love you zencaster what's going on um uh we're gonna have to figure it out but jasmine and i uh prospered over the odds because we needed to be here to share with you guys this amazing episode of just talking about real life stuff you know um and yeah we're here today uh jasmine introduce yourself to the podcast i would love for everyone to get to know you (laughs) um hey everybody my name is jasmine i am a singer and an actress i'm from atlanta georgia i live in la now and um yeah (laughs) yeah we're out here we're doing the damn thing woohoo um, yeah, no, I, I, I love your page. Uh, you had reached out to me. I don't remember how long yes. ago, but I was like, who is this woman? She's freaking gorgeous. And how do I not know her? Because I, I feel like I know everyone on like acting side of YouTube or whatever. But so how did you find me? I don't know this story. I literally, um, I, I think it was probably during the pandemic. I was really, or even coming out of it, I was eager to connect with, um, other YouTubers, but YouTubers that I like actually enjoy their content. <laughs> There's a lot of different genres. There's a lot of different sides, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I was just, I don't know, I loved your personality and I loved oh. your videos. And Thank I was so, so in, I was like legit inspired. I binged, like I was a fan. You know, I was like binging your content. So I was like, I'm going to reach out to her and see if she wants to create with me. And Oh my God. Um, I think when we were about to link up, we just had like scheduling conflicts. Yeah, I was we like, had a lot of things going on yeah. uh, throughout last year, and then I started TSW, and I was like, "Girl, I'm gonna be out for like uh, a year." <laughs> I'm like, "How does that sound?" But yeah, but I really wanted to meet up with you and like do content and all that stuff. I was so excited, and then yeah, just life happened. But I was like, "No, we need we need to make it happen." There's still a way to make it happen. Let's get her on the podcast. Let's let's chat. Let's do the whole thing because I feel like. Everyone wants to hear, uh, like, all the stories. Like, I love sharing, like, backstories of how people moved to L.A. or how people got started with their career because there's so many different, there's so many different, like, sides sides of it. And I feel like we're only presented with, like, the very classical, like, I just moved to L.A. and, like, I ended up booking a role, like, type story. Literally. You know? And it's like, what happened between that? Right? Right. And I feel like people don't share that as often. I don't know if it's, like... A PR thing and it's like oh we only want to share what we want to share to keep them mysterious but I'm like no we want to know like especially for the, the ones who are trying to get into this industry like 
what what the story is what what goes on behind the scenes like that's the stuff that people really want to know and now like with social media and the presence of social media i feel like actors back then kind of got to like just hide their whole their whole lives because like social media didn't exist but now that it does everyone is sharing the behind the scenes of being a broke actor or whatever it may be and it's like everyone just wants to know like what's up so yeah so you said you grew up in atlanta and now you're in la did you what was what inspired the move like were you planning on going there or like it just ended up landing into your lap and you were like, this is the time. Absolutely like- not. Um, well, I'm <laughs> from Atlanta. So um, music and I performed, I always tell people I performed at probably every high school in Atlanta, you know, just like every festival. And I was definitely a part of that circuit of talent and talent, like, kid talent in in ATL. And I absolutely loved it. Initially actually went by the name of QT Jazz and it was a big thing on YouTube. Like, my mom would post videos of me as I was growing and training in dance class and stuff like that. And I developed a following. So I was really happy about everything. But as I got older, I just wanted to come into my own. I wanted to do more acting things. I wanted to go by my real name. You know, I didn't really want to characterize my persona of who I was as a music artist necessarily and have that be so far away from who I from who I really am as I was adulting (laughs) yeah no I feel yeah (laughs) so um I actually got the opportunity to background dance for Tamar Braxton Mm -hmm. and we went on a national tour and it just completely opened up my eyes and I was like I am dreaming too small I'm thinking way too small and I really you know it that was like the first tick of of inspiring me. Our last show was here in LA and I stayed a little bit and I was like, dang, I really want to come back. So that was like the seed. And, um, and then a few months after that, I actually got into a little accident, a car accident. Oh, so that was like the final push. And I was like, I'm about to do everything I always wanted to do. Cause it's nothing scarier than like moments in your life when you're like, Whoa, that could have went, really left real bad yeah so i don't know if that makes sense but it was like it was like many moments it was never one decision it was many decisions over the course of time that led me to be like okay this is what i'm gonna do yeah no for sure sometimes you just kind of need that final sign from the universe or whatever to just be like this is the time like you only have this one life for what we know and it's like what are we going to do with this that like satisfies me and you know the people around me and the things that I love to do and produce to the world like what can I provide and what can I do and if it aligns with my life and the things that I feel like I know that I can contribute then it's time to go for it you know I I, I'm such a bit well you would know like from all my YouTube videos I'm like I'm such a big advocate for just doing what you want in this lifetime I just think that like we we stop ourselves so often so easily because it it seems like the easier thing to do we love as humans to stay in our comfort zone because it's easy like that's the stuff that we tend to you know like navigate back towards and even now with my career and it being on pause due to my like health condition I I've had to like sit with myself and be like what is important to me like what specifically in this industry is important to me because now with all this stillness like I have time to be more hyper focused on things that like 
on the actual values and morals and things that you know you know you get it like because i'm telling you like when you aren't still and sick and just like doing this industry go 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 you never really have time to stop down because you're always just trying to do something else always trying to do something more so like yes it took a like an uh, almost like a car accident moment to be like this is my like car accident moment yeah like you know for real and like speaking of i even got into a car accident too as well like when i was starting yeah it was ridiculous i've been into two accidents in la both not my fault it was ridiculous um one when i just got there like three or four months in and then one white as i was starting tsw and that i was just like there's just so much going on right now i think this is the universe literally telling me stop like this is time to stop and just like reassess but but yeah so like i'm so i'm so like i advocate for people pursuing their dreams but i advocate for for people pursuing their dreams in an intentional way because when you're intentional with like what you want out of the industry that's when you're going to reap the the most benefits because you're you know what to accept in your space i feel like you 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 know that <laughs> exactly also i feel like i don't know something about the accident i was like dang if you know my life maybe hadn't continued after this moment like i don't think i would have been proud with what i had done i don't think i would have said yes like yes god i exhausted all the things and opportunities you gave me (laughs) (laughs) so i really was like i i i just was so overly determined i was i even that's when i did the name change that's when i did um that's when i moved i felt like i wouldn't be able to exhaust my options the way i was going about life and you know for a long time you think like oh, I want to do, you even get to this point where you're like, okay, I don't want to move comfortably, but how, how, how do I, how do I go to this next level? And it, that was the push to give me the confidence to be like, figure it out. For sure. Sometimes being a creative is figuring out life and how you're going to go about, like, (laughs) because there's so many different options and paths, depending on what kind of creative you are. Like even, I mean, I can only imagine people who like sell their art, you know, it's like, what are the steps that you think that you're going to take in your life? Because I feel like for actors, it's like, yeah, I just go to LA, go to New York City, whatever, like, and then figure that out there. But like, as an artist, it's like, what's the life that I'm going to live outside of the art that I'm creating? Where's the inspiration coming from? I'm like all these things, you know, and I feel like it's just such a non-linear path that just involves like this this drive and love for what you do but also just the unknown and i i feel like i've i've been coming to terms with this a lot lately i we all kind of are scared of the unknown like again like we like to gravitate towards the things that we feel most comfortable with whether that's like our tendencies the people that we surround ourselves with so sometimes it's really hard to like visualize yourself in a new state like literally a new state in california like you know and just like being this highest version of yourself that's doing everything that you you want to do here you know and that that's that takes a lot of guts and like courage you know and and it's it's something that I feel like a lot of people always ask me too they're like how did you just move to LA and I'm like you kind of just made it happen and like it sounds like almost like elitist but I'm like I know where I came from like I know where I came from with my family and like and just like everything it it wasn't that like it truly was just this intention and this like drive to know that like this is what I meant to do and this is what I want to do what are the next actionable steps that I can take that's going to align with that to get to where I want to be? Yeah. And like, honestly, it does take some sitting down and being still like, you feel like you have to like contemplate or like it doesn't like it, like you said, it just doesn't happen overnight. So like, what were the thoughts and mindsets that you were kind of following through with at this like transitional point in your life that, that kind of led you? Girl. (laughs) Um, I will say I was, I was leaning into the momentum, like, 
I feel like when your faith starts building, you have to realize that it's a supernatural God push thing that's happening to you. That I, if I'm not, if I don't always feel this way, then something supernatural is happening to me. So like I would just feed, feed the beast. So I would like, for me, it's meditative for me to like listen to sermons and to like, but I would watch them, listen to them like twice a day, like hour, two hour sermons. And then I would start pairing them with my workouts. And then I would start, you know, writing things down and, and mimicking these sermons. A lot of pastor that I followed a lot was Mike Todd from Transformation Church. And he, it was like the, the moment, everything he was preaching about like the next week was something that was relevant to my life. So I was like, all right, God, I feel like this is your signs. You're giving me signs. And I would ask, I'd be like, God, show me a sign and show it to me the way I would know it was you, you know, and it's not me trying to put the pieces together. And I was leaning into my like pace of that I was graced for. And I told my, I went to LA, I visited a friend and then I started looking up places and I was like, how much does it cost to live out here? Um, and I went back to Atlanta and I got my car. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Oh my goodness. No, yeah, no faith and and faith and having something bigger than you. I'm not, I'm not saying like, I guess we can talk more about like faith and spirituality. Like I'm more of a spiritual person. I believe in like the all, there's something higher than all of us that we just, you know, that we're all tied to and that we're extensions of. And I, I think even if we all, believe in different things it's all kind of the same thing you know and we you know and whatever that means for you I feel like it's I'm I'm in this point in my life right now where I'm trying to tap into that higher power because I feel like it's been really really difficult for me go go going all these years that like I've never had the time to slow down it just wasn't something that I was taking the time to like smell the roses with and like absorb what's going on around me and seeing what's happening because like I feel like so many things have happened in my life that are again so aligned like even just like moving to New York City and having that opportunity to go there and live there and live in nanny like someone asked me to do that like oh. I, that wasn't even and like and I knew that I wanted to be there I forgot there. to say that <laughs> I was a nanny as yeah. well and that is why I super gravitate that was a whole nother story that's a whole nother story that makes so much oh, that makes so much sense yeah and like that's what I'm saying like that happened and like now I'm thinking about it now that you're saying that and like I I'm thinking like if that experience never happened to me you probably would have never found my channel because like that was what you were tied to so it's like it's so crazy how these domino effects like and the the little seeds that are planted in your life are just kind of all they're all supporting a greater cause and it's just this like (laughs) the greater cause of your life you know and you're just kind of watching these like magical things happen to you and I feel like there's just a certain point where you have to almost just believe that magical stuff happens to you you know like once you start to believe that and believe that you're worthy of those things you start to treat yourself literally it'll be like a floodgate (laughs) yeah like and you're just open to more opportunities you're so ready to accept things i think sometimes when we're in this state of just like oh i need to get to some place and you're just like grabbing 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 and like you're just not you're not letting things attract to you like and just come to you that's when it becomes this like I always have to remind myself this because I feel like we get into these states as creatives all the time because it's like we're reaching these goals and we're reaching these like we're just reaching 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 and it's like when can we just be enough and let things naturally flow to us things that are just aligned with us just let them flow to us you know because this industry really is cutthroat it's it's, it's a different battle bruh yeah it's ridiculous and you would know you know and I feel like we're gonna talk about this but um 
I wanted to personally ask you, like, what's a hard experience that you've had in this industry, whether if it's just, you know, we already know about all the rejection. We know we know all the things that were just naturally served with in this industry. But what's like a, an experience that you've had to go through that that really is like changed you for the better? That might have been a little difficult. Um, I will say. Ooh, I think this is actually one thing I admired about you. The The hard thing for me was finding the balance between the life that I had in my head and the reality that I had in my face. Like, mm. I was I was doing everything. I was background dancing. I was nannying. I was... I was I was the coffee girl, like, quote, unquote. Like, I was doing anything I could to maneuver into spaces and places. But in my head, I'm like that's not where I'm at necessarily. So I, I admired your videos because it showed both sides. And I was like, dang, if it's only, it's only vulnerable and it's only tiring and it's only taxing if I think this is actually going to be forever. But if I go about it knowing that this is just a season, it won't be as difficult. And I feel like I served and I did, yeah. I did my best in those spaces. And now I'm like so, so happy and grateful to be like, no, I act and I do, do do music for a living. But so many people do not talk about that. They don't talk about what they really do. And it's like, no, I actually sell insurance. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, please tell people that because it seems so, uh, it's just such a disconnection. So following and balancing that side and showing up for myself in us in a world that I was putting together and then in the reality that I was in was probably the most difficult thing I'm not sure if that made sense but (laughs) no that's a perfect answer yeah I feel like you're right sometimes these things just do seem so unattainable because like we just don't have that community that's surrounding us which again I feel like now social media has just made it so accessible to, yes. to see people who are living your exact story I mean like I see it on TikTok all the time someone's like day in the life of like bank working at the bank or like working as a nurse or whatever and it's just like all these people sharing their experiences and people who are feeling connected to these stories because they never seen them before and I'm like that's what's doing well now it's like now this whole influencer glamorized version of like influencer or actor or whatever like it's just not something that people like people like to see the come up like you know people like to see people like the underdogs winning and like all this stuff and like the backstories of that and it, it's just you learn to appreciate the journey more and I feel like touching back on what you said about like the seasons of things and just realizing that things are temporary I think that's why I'm so just like I've accepted this point that I'm in right now with just TSW I'm just so ready to just let go and let this be my rest period because this is just not the time for that right now like my main goal right now is to not like is not to book a series regularly like that's just not that doesn't make sense you know but but I realized that and I like I feel like the first two or three months had to be my reality check and that was the hardest point of TSW was just like accepting that this was going to be my state for a while because like you know, as creators, we just kind of push through and it's like, this isn't, this isn't whatever. Like this, this is fine. We'll we'll be out of it soon. Like I got plans next week, (laughs) bro. Oh my gosh. In July, I had like, I was like a month into TSW and my manager was like, they want you in New York to like audition again, like in person for, for Hamilton. Like they were calling me back again. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, let me see if I'm going to be okay. Like girl, you see how I am now. There was no way that that was going to happen at all. Like I had to become so realistic with myself because I was like, yeah, maybe I'll be fine next week. That was just not going to happen. And I think that there was just this 
there was just this innate feeling that I knew I was like Jada things are going to have to shift in your mental for, for things for you to accept like this situation right now and it's not a bad thing it's that's the thing it's not bad it's just how our mind chooses to associate things and like you said these seasons don't last forever you know like all the seasons of uncertainty all the like seasons all like eventually everything will un- unravel itself yeah. and the seasons of uncertainty will now feel comfortable and you'll look back whatever two years later and be like i know why that was happening literally you know? i know why that was happening and it, it and i'd be so mad because i'm like damn it if i was more vulnerable or more open or um just kind of lived out loud in a past season this this would have been not an, only an opportunity for yes. me but an opportunity for everyone to see like and it's you really have to trust that it'll get better so when it came to so when the pandemic hit and i ended up getting fired um as a nanny <laughs> it was like okay now i have to maneuver in this new space which i did which is when i was looking up people like you and i was like oh my gosh and it is working out so and I just be so mad. I'm like, I wish I would have made videos about my life then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for real. Because, like, I look back at even, like, my high school videos and all that stuff of, like, me doing, yeah, I was also the girl who did everything. I was a dancer, singer, whatever. I was in every single show that you can think of at my performing arts high school. And, like, I look back on those videos and I can truly see, like, the Jada that was just so inspired to go to New York City, to go to L.A. And the fact that, like, I live there and, like, I that is my reality now and it's shifted into that i mean it's ridiculous and but then you look at those moments when you're just so hard on yourself and the times like you know you're in la now but i'm pretty sure you have those days where you're like nothing's gonna get better it's just this is it we're here and this is it (laughs) you know and it's like knowing that these periods are temporary and that i don't know just not really associating your thoughts with as the truth i feel like that's a big part of my 2023 so far too is just like not associating what's going on in my brain with with as the truth because we like to do that we like to be like oh that's what you're thinking this is who you are this is you know and we just like fall into these extremes of what we believe about ourselves and i feel like that's so unfair because like you know like i'm not feeling good right now like health wise so it's like why would why would i take this as my truth and be like this is it and i feel like that's how a lot of people get settled into these feelings of like you know depression and anxiety and like i'm not gonna lie i have my own like feelings with that like all the time and well i guess we're pivoting now but um someone literally asked like how do you feel confident while dealing with anxiety and insecurities so like i feel like we will both have our little take on this but um yeah i feel like it's not even about being confident sometimes you're not going to i was literally about to say um you don't do it confidently you do it with anxiety (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You do it with anxiety. You do it with insecurities and you, you learn more about yourself through being in this vulnerable state. We, we associate vulnerability as like weakness. And I I feel like, especially when I was in high school, that was, that was one of my biggest battles is just like looking at vulnerability as weakness. And it's just not like, I've I've learned to be more open about even my struggles with TSW and with mental things, because like, I feel like at that point when you found me when I was in New York City and LA and all this stuff, it's like everyone is like, how are you doing this? This is so like inspirational. And I'm like, I love to make inspirational content. That's my, that's my shit. I love it. But like, I, I feel like there were areas where it takes a little perspective shift to see like all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes and all this stuff that's, you know, like really going on and being vulnerable and being shy and being a soft, like human doesn't mean that you you know like you have to do it with confidence the confidence will come the confidence will come like when you continue to prove the little steps to yourself like that'll that'll all happen but while you're dealing with anxiety and insecurity you're not you're not 
expected to be confident. I think more so even it's not about how do you have the confidence when dealing with anxiety. It's more so how do you have the courage when you're dealing with anxiety and depression because it's really, uh, for, for me, I would say like anything that I have felt anxious about in any capacity, I like go towards it. <laughs> Cause, cause I'm like, oh, I have a problem with this, or like, oh, this is, I, I have a problem with taking pictures. Like, I feel uncomfortable in front of still yeah. camera. Like when I'm dancing and I'm performing, like that is my happy place. Mm-hmm. But when it, someone takes me to take a picture, I feel like I look like I don't know a tarantula. So <laughs> I'm like, I, I bought a, I bought a camera and I bought a tripod and I would go places and spaces in public and force myself and time myself. Like, hey, you have to take you know, a series of pictures in this time frame to force myself out of these things. I think a lot of times it's about, I hate to say forcing yourself, but it's about forcing yourself to be courageous and giving your op- yourself an opportunity, a space in a creative way to be courageous. Like I wasn't trying this on carpets. Like I was doing this by myself until I felt confident enough <laughs> to post yeah. it. Yeah. No, hell yeah. No, I mean, no, that, that's that's so valid. I feel like people just kind of look at the final product of your photos of like your music video or whatever and being like, damn, I wish I could be like that. And you're like, girl, I wasn't like this. I'm still not like this. Like this vision that you have of me is just not what, that's what I'm saying. It's like the, the vision that people see of us is just never the same thing that we feel about ourselves ever. Like perspectives and all of our individual like unique minds, you do not perceive someone the exact same way that you perceive yourself and vice versa. Like that'll just never happen. So I guess it's also just looking at everyone else who is a creative or whatever, doing things like that and going into spaces and filming yourself. It's like, you got to see that all these people are doing it. And there's probably a point, like if you look at their first video, their first rough draft, their first music, whatever, like it is not going to be hot shit. Like it's going to be shit shit and that's okay. (laughs) You know? And like, that is fine. And I I think we're just so expected to be perfect. We see everyone's like final like products these days. And we're like, oh man, my art is not good. My music's not good. My whatever's not good. Um, it's not going to be, I look at some of my first self tapes and I'm like, girl, what was going on? Yeah, it was so bad. And I have, one and I looked at it a bit ago and I was like at that point I think I was just like submitting for like my first like film stuff on backstage because I was like I wasn't really in the film side I was more on the musical theater side so I was like but self-tape can't be that hard and I just like I propped myself up and it looked fine it looked visually fine but the way I was doing it I was like oh this is just not a pro you know but at the time I thought it was like great I was like this is it we're gonna submit it and we just did it you know and like you just kind of have to have again not the confidence like you said just like even slight courage to just like do something throw yourself into something take that being aware of what it is that makes you anxious and being able to go towards that thing and I also think a big big factor in why um I don't know I I say like why my spirit's protected is because the people that I have standing around me like I so now we live in a house or I live in a like kind of a content house with my two best friends who are also actresses um and you see even on my like vision board i have like my goals and then i (laughs) have their goals on there because i'm like oh i love that you know i was like we're praying for all the things that we have and constantly throughout the day we're throwing ideas at each other constantly we're reminding each other of the goals we said and so when we have so when we're debating things and we're like i don't know if i should take this job i don't know if i should do this gig. I don't know if this will be a waste of my time or mm-hmm. if this is a good opportunity. We're able to stand around each other and like, but is that going to lead you to that? Does that help you? Exactly. 
Yeah. And I feel like you, yeah, when you surround yourself with just a good support system, you're, you have this checks and balances system that like genuinely feels supportive. And I guess that's a big part of it too, like is having that support system in any capacity. And I, I, I talk about this all the time. I'm like, a support system is so, so important. It took me to the next level. (laughs) It, It does. Human connection, but like genuine human connection that feels like you feel the difference you don't even have to explain it in words you know what it feels like to have supportive people around you versus people that just do not have good intentions for you it is very very clear and sometimes again like i said we as humans we love the uncomfortability and i mean the the comfortability of some situations that just don't serve us because it's comfortable so maybe you're used to having the same friends like talk shit about each other and whatever and it just feels normal and fine but it's just that's is that really what you want and sometimes it's uncomfortable to have people care about you I have some friends that I have to reality check all the time and I'm like why do you talk to this person why are you still in contact with someone who's just not nice to you or kind to you and why do you keep inviting people to collaborate with you on stuff that you just you don't like their energy I'm like it's it's reading across in your work it's reading across in everything like we we can all and that's see. what I'm saying we can all see it you know like yeah we did it for the check and that was that but like sometimes the check isn't enough and these days like being an artist is just not enough you know there's so many ways to make money and there's so many people out there that you can connect with that could you could really genuinely be friends with and make money with yeah no that's what i'm saying like i feel like sometimes we we feel like we have to suffer or like work the hard battle to get to where we want to be and i'm like even some of my friends who just have like not good like work situations with their day jobs i'm like then go find something else and it's like it's this scary job of like what if it actually is better or like what you know it's the fear of like something actually being better or like what if this you know sometimes we're afraid of success sometimes like what we're not afraid of is failure sometimes it's scary to see yourself succeed because then it's like oh maybe i have to like i have to uphold this success you know and it's like we're here how how, if we fall down now what is it going to be then you know and i feel like that that's something that we struggle with too as just artists we're like once we book that next thing or whatever it's like oh what's gonna happen absolutely after this yeah so you got it (laughs) absolutely last year was a really good year theatrically for me and after years and years of being in the entertainment industry i was like oh my gosh Finally. Finally. <laughs> and at, at the top of this year, I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. What are you going to do now? We're welcoming the blessings. What's going on, please? Yeah. No, for sure. I, I mean, yeah, sometimes, yeah, you know the waiting game of this entire industry. It takes, it takes a lot. It just takes a lot out of you. So I feel like it's just, again, very good to support yourself with people around you that have the same values and morals and things that you see yourself doing because it is 10 times harder to do that with with people that just don't have good intentions or don't for you. know how to support you like there's there's people who know how to support you that will love you that you guys can feed into each other and pour into each other and you don't have to be picking off of something that isn't even your overflow like oh my gosh no yeah 1000 percent. i like i feel like 20 years ago you can complain about having a shitty friend circle because you probably only know the people out of your four walls but i'm telling you all of my friends in real life right now like i think i have here. yeah they're all handpicked from the friend circle that like i met and like whatever all off of social media too yeah. like just people that i found that you know align with all the things that i'm doing and and you deserve that yeah. like i feel like we forget that we deserve that support system we don't have to just falter into these you know even if it's your parents that don't understand your love for whatever you do find people who do there is there are you know and 
it's it's having it's about having an abundance growth mindset too and knowing that you deserve that stuff but then also not to harp on this but last thing i guess <laughs> when you when you are in a friend group that you you guys align it won't feel like someone is using the other person or like i know a lot of times people feel like they're just drained from certain friends and i'm like but when you're aligned it won't feel like that because your your goals will align with theirs like you walking towards your purpose will help them it won't go against each other like you'll have enough to pour yeah and that's what i'm saying there's enough for a lot i went through i guess candidly i went through a really really bad friendship breakup back in early 2022 i lost like three of my closest best friends like people that i thought were going to be in my life all of this stuff and it was something that really harped my confidence because i never like i feel like in high school i was the girl who was always friends with everyone like i was super whatever and i was involved in everything so i never really like had a best friend group that I would do everything with and tell all my secrets to like that was my sister that was my sister's job that wasn't anybody in high school so coming out of high school and like feeling like I finally handpicked these like you know group of best friends and then and then having it fall apart because of jealousy issues because of like not feeling like there's enough and that we're stealing off of each other and whatever I'm like that's not what this is I'm like dude we're in the content creation acting space we're constantly sharing ideas what do you mean I'm stealing ideas from you that doesn't make any sense we've talked about that you know and then just like and then blasting me on social media because you know that's that's respectful like I, I don't know and then also just not telling friends like if there's a problem because like you have to be comfortable with the people that are around you that are supporting you like if you have a problem with someone come to them you know like I'm I want to grow as a person I want to grow with my friends I I want to go through the ups and downs with my friends but like that doesn't happen without you know like good communication you can't just like go someone blast them on social media and then be like and then accuse someone of everything like that's just not how things work and I for so long it harped my confidence because I was like did I do something wrong was that wrong of me to like whatever but I never knew that I was supposedly in the wrong I was willing to but then I guess on my part I ended up ghosting because I felt like that at the time was like the best decision for me and like it, it was the best decision for me honestly because like I'm like if you're not willing to listen to me I I can't be willing to listen to you because then this is bound to happen again in the future so it's almost about like giving and taking I don't think that they're bad humans I, I think that yeah. there was just moments where you know people don't align and that's completely okay but like you have to be willing to outgrow these toxic situations and and things to allow better things to come, you know? And you also have to know when to, like, let it go. Sometimes it's okay to let it go and let people, they don't have to serve as, like, a series regular in your TV show. They can literally be a co-star. <laughs> They're a co-star. And like you said, seasons. Seasons, we outgrow them, whatever they may be, with friendships, with, you know, career changes, wants, needs. They didn't make it. They didn't make the season. They got cut. It's whatever, you know? And we keep moving forward because there's always people out there that are supporting you. Like, as much as it can feel alone, like, especially in this industry when you're constantly individually working until you do book something where you work with people, it can be very lonely. It's self-taping all the time and, you know, like, just researching this and working on this script like it's really really lonely so having a community that's supportive of you and that wants to see you grow and wants to see you win it's like the best thing ever and I feel like some someone actually asked um what's your best advice for a young black actress I feel like 
for me that for support system like that's my biggest that's my biggest one because like you want to find people who are supportive like me watching you and your roommates do dances and collaborate (laughs) and do all these skits and everything oh it's so so fun and like you can feel the love you can feel the support I can tell every time you shout out your friends that like they you know like you guys just feed off of each other and like that's all that you want and more when it comes to being in this industry for me at least like having that support system is like my biggest um, my biggest advice but what about you I definitely agree and I say going about that specifically when you're an actor or an actress is getting in class (laughs) yeah class is it's all the hype and more especially when you find a class that you like I think important things to look for when you're looking for an acting class um I went my first class that I went to that I really fell in love with uh we studied improv and scene study so we studied plays and um I was in a room with people where I respected the work I respected the teacher's critiques I respected oh the other people in the class were booking that's a big important factor you know that you're in a class with people that are booking if you can be or that are that that used to or that like I don't know it and it was like a community of people that I just fell in love with so after spending five hours in class we'd go out to eat and we'd they'd have improv shows like we were with each other and still to this day we like just hang out so I I say that's the number one thing you want to do mm-hmm, because yeah yeah honestly yeah being in classes and putting yourself in spaces where you will like you will find like-minded people like that's a big thing even when it comes to friendships but also like relationships if you're trying to find like a partner or whatever it's like going to spaces where like you know that you align with those kinds of people so like yes. yeah acting class if like you know what i'm saying like the things that you like to do a book club whatever like you know if you don't want to find someone at the club you don't got to find someone at the club you know like you can that's what i'm saying it's like if you want party friends you can go to the club and find party friends but if you want to find you know acting friends and whatever you you know where to find them yeah or even when i moved to la like my the first thing i went to was dance class because i'm like okay if i know how to do anything i know how to operate in the space of dance and i would be friends and they know people who i knew in atlanta and next thing i know i get to go to parties but with my dance friends mm-hmm. and then they also want to act like and it just is like it becomes a web of things i always say go to where you want to grow yeah there you go go where you want to grow because yeah no that you put it you put it simply and um that that's that's pretty much it about uh our our advice for that i I think we covered what we wanted to cover but um yeah okay give us what you're working on right now i feel like i see so many like oh wait no first of all we have to talk about the fact that you were the first pinterest music video hello please can we talk about that give us the whole rundown how did that even like come into fruition like that's amazing well, um, <laughs> through through a friend that I knew, she um, she had a director friend of, and she came to me and she was like, I want to shoot a music video for you. You know, I want to get more into directing music videos. I was like, okay, say less. I got music. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we started pitching together this idea. She said, I want to do it kind of like highlighting black beauty. Maybe we can do it royalty, like Bridgerton theme at that time. I was obsessed with the show. <laughs> so... I was all gung-ho. We started putting together the pitch deck to shop to different brands. 
And um, to be honest, that went nowhere Uh, (laughs) for months. (laughs) And when I say months, I mean like six, seven months. Oh, wow. You know, which is a long time to believe in one one music video, you know. But at the time, I was still creating music for this particular album. And I just turned to her and I was like, you know, we're going to put out the song. Sometimes the song can come out before the music video. This is fine. So I start I shot the cover art and then I released the song. And she told me later, she was like, that just built my confidence to keep going. So she started pushing even harder. And she eventually got in contact with Pinterest. Um, now, Pinterest uh, obviously is an, a social app where you find inspiration right. for such things. But we were able to pivot that into how we created the music video. And so finding inspiration behind the hair oh, and the Oh, that makes so much sense. Like, that's what I mean about, like, when your visions align, like, it won't seem like anyone's using anyone like they I felt respected I felt like they needed us that's so good we needed them like and they supported us and it was magical it was the first music video ever to premiere on Pinterest Bridgerton acknowledged it Netflix acknowledged it I was like this is crazy it's a dream oh my gosh yeah no I remember it like that happening as soon as we kind of connected and I was like dude this is freaking awesome this is like literally amazing and I'm so so glad that like we're moving into a space where people feel more supported in their art because it's like you know and people are being listened to and people who look like us are being listened to like it's very very important and it's yeah I mean it's it's so so important and I saw all the behind the scenes you just looked like you were having a ball and I was like we deserve to have this like we deserve to to be in this space with other people who have had opportunities like this you know that part and they felt they and they were so supportive to any creativity that I had like I was like maybe we should send out royal invitations to like other people and they were like okay we'll post it and I was like thank you beautiful oh my gosh no it was so awesome and to see that concept come to life you're right like things that are just kind of naturally like who would have thought like you did not sit in your bedroom five years ago and was like I'm gonna be the first Pinterest music video like that was just not on the radar you know and so like things just kind of magically start to align the more that you you know believe in your creations believe in your worth believe that you deserve to be in the space and things will happen like things will just magically happen I had too many guests on this podcast where things happen because they're bound to happen like technically statistically scientifically you know like things have to happen after some some movement some you know like the more that you just keep investing your time into your craft whatever you're bound to see movement in in some area so that's what I that's what I truly believe so true it was magical child um yeah and then talk about some of your other projects i know you have so many other yes. things premiering right now doing all yeah like chat people want to hear um, it so money and cars that was the music video and song that premiered on pinterest and that was the leading single off of my project now and now i get to release called please don't fall in love um it is the best work that i've ever created i put my pinky toe into this music <laughs> And it's the best expression uh, that I've ever had of myself. It's hard to encapsulate um, your personality sonically sometimes, especially when you're a layered person, I would say, being from Atlanta. But also, Atlanta is known to be a very chill place. But I also have, like, a very upbeat undertone to me. And I'm very colorful, but very, like, grounded. And, And so I think the music feels like that. And so I'm so proud of it. It's coming out in February. Yeah, <laughs> you. Um, my I had a Christmas movie that I was the lead in and um was so happy. It premiered on BET. It's called Rolling into Christmas, 
I still need to watch it. I'm like, I need to look it up and watch Listen, it. Listen, we can watch Christmas movies all year. That's what I say. Right? All year. That Yeah, it's for all year. That's amazing. And then I, w- I did do the family business this year. I've, this is my first time getting stopped by complete strangers, like, for my acting, not necessarily just my music stuff. So That's a lot awesome. of people are like, I think I know your face. Were you the bartender <laughs> on family business? I'm like, oh, my gosh. You watched it, too? You're um, like, please, yes. <laughs> that's, that's really it. Everything else is still, like, I filmed it, but I can't talk about it yet, which is so annoying. But That do be happening. That's the that's the worst part. It's like the time to wait in between all of these projects. You're just like, you're because you're so in the moment when filming it and doing all that stuff, and you're like, oh, this is only going to, like, do its thing in, like, a year. <laughs> yes, literally yeah. a year. But it's some really big things that are it's it was like I said it was a really really good year for me and for years it's been so long so I feel like everything is marrying itself like musically and theatrically where I'm able to incorporate my music into a lot of these things even for me to on the Christmas movie I play a DJ and they were like how do you do this I was like trust me (laughs) I have been to enough parties to fake DJ yeah <laughs> You're like, girl, this is method acting. Yeah, I know what this is. <laughs> I love that so much. And I'm so glad that the industry has been treating you well and that you've had such a good year. I can only imagine all the things to come in the next couple of years and we'll see what's going on with Jasmine. Yeah, no, I'm I'm so excited. Um and yeah, I think we're just gonna end the episode with your top adulting tip for the listeners if you have one. We've been giving tips and dropping gems this whole episode, but I'm sure you can come up with something. Yeah, it can be literally anything. Honestly, my top adulting tip, I would say the best way to, I would say everyone is a creative. So creatively Mm -hmm. think about how to accomplish your creative goals. Like there's no one way. And I'm not sure what that means to everyone else. But to me, it's like, if if you have to jump into the influencing world, like I completely jumped into that thing and it is it was very significant into why the Pinterest still even happened. Like because I was viewing it from the lens of an influencer, like yeah. being creative and looking around and and networking uh horizontally versus trying to vertically network really makes a difference those two things yeah that wow (laughs) i've never heard about it like that before but that's so true i feel like it's it's so typical in the networking like state to just go higher and higher and higher up 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 whoever you can find but like genuinely if you switch that yeah to a horizontal plane wow okay that i love that that was amazing yeah like shifting it to like a horizontal view because like you have a friend who knows a friend already like you don't have to just like you know always reach so so far out of your circle you might be surprised with who's like right beside you that's so so true and they've got the grit in the heart melissa she her directing the music video like that was just a friend of a friend like Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah no you're so you're so right i've never heard it like that before so that's something that i'm going to to keep in mind that's that's amazing um shout out your your at so people can follow you Yes, follow me on YouTube and Instagram. My at is Jasmine, J-A-Z-M-I-N-E. Um, on TikTok, it's Jasmine now, in like Jasmine, N-O-W, now. And yeah, follow me and talk to me and do the things. 
<laughs> yes connect with jasmine guys she's freaking the sweetest human ever i'm so excited again to see all the things that you accomplish thanks for coming onto the podcast it means the world <laughs> yeah. yay all right guys thanks for listening to the episode and yeah i'll talk to you guys in an upcoming episode <laughs> take care bye, bye. <laughs>